Welcome back to another episode of Not Enough Asian by 1.5 Chinese Podcast. Welcome back. Hello, everybody. Another year, another quarter. A start of Q2. Is it? Yeah, it's March, ma. Oh my god, so yeah. fast. Yeah, <gasps> just like that. I know. How how did everybody find the non Valentine's Day episode? <laughs> uh, not that we forgot to promote it, it yeah. on social media, but eventually, I think two days from Valentine's Day we did. Yeah. So I hope everybody enjoyed the episode as much as we did. Yes, we do. Yeah, it was a fun and relatable. I think we were very happy with that because it was very relatable. We were so enthusiastic <laughs> that that episode. Anyway, today we're going to talk about something totally different. Um, Q two back to business, mm-hmm. back to all the bullshit of work. <laughs> so today we're talking about um power dynamics. I think coincidentally, uh, this episode should be near uh Women's Day. Yes, right, likely eight March near mm. near near around that. So um today we're not gonna specifically hone on the woman part of it, although we are two girls talking about power. But um it's gonna be a little bit of about workplace power dynamic or you know the imbalance surrounding workplace power dynamics. Not just uh, women, but overall, right in a mm, workplace setting. setting. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe let's talk about what uh power dynamics and you know what is the the definition surrounding it. So power dynamics are the balance or lack of balance between two or more people. Power dictates the structure of all personal and professional relationships. So in a workplace, as we all know, supervisors have usually more power than their subordinates, and of course, the company CEO CEO holds the most power than any other regular employee in there. Yeah, I think both of us work in a some sort of an MNC streaming mm. down from HQ, which is the US. I think in our work life. A lot of that um, applies, especially these days when we are, mm. we have transited in an agency. Um, there is a different kind of uh, power dynamics because of how small the setup is. But regardless, I think all of us have some kind of examples of workplace power dy- dynamics imbalance, right? So I think um, the reason why we also want to talk about this is I think in the last uh, three four months or at least last year, we have already kind of assembly a list of power imbalance examples that mm. we've been seeing and we've yep. been wanting. To To talk about this, right? Uh, of course, this also translates to um, the men in workplace with higher power and sitting in more leadership positions as well. So, I think it's important to talk about why power dynamics is important uh, from a gender standpoint and also from a workplace standpoint, mm. right? Um, we're not going to cover the full force of it, including bullying and and stuff like that. But we will touch on, you know, uh, the importance of it. Um, what is it like, and what are the different kinds of power dynamics for context and And also, um, in the Asian context of power dynamics, note that in Singapore it's a very metro city, right? With uh, all kinds of industries and mm. all kinds of companies set up, big, small MNCs, a lot of MNCs actually. And how, as part of uh, a branch of a US MNC, it is like in Singapore and the likes of it. Okay, so um, I think we can start by talking a little bit about the standpoint of the different power dynamics in the workplace. So, for example, you do have um, seven different types of power, right? That impact uh, the dynamics in the workplace. You do have like coercive power, uh, coercive power, which is you know the threat of punishment to others from performing certain actions. That in Asia, I think there is always this: if I don't do this, I will be killed. Like, kind of thing, or uh-huh. I will get a bad review. Or I always hear in my office, "Ah, uh, this is a career limiting statement." 
<laughs> yeah, this comment will probably limit you my off, career. Yeah, yeah exactly. career suicide. We always hear that, right? Yeah. So actually, as we are speaking on this podcast, there are some things that we can't openly. Yeah, share we can only give well. example, simple mm. example of what's going on. But um, there is always this: if I speak up, this is a career limiting move. I always hear that in calls, you know, with wow. global or with a uh, with Asia Pacific Japan team and saying that yeah. this is a career limiting move. So mm. I think, especially for Asian, there is always this looming. Uh, Think cloud above my head, right? Saying that you know, uh, if I don't do this or if I say this or I do that, I'll get a per- poor performance review at the end of the year. Oh, that's true, eh? Huh? Yeah, it's inevitable. It, yeah. It's always above my head. Mm. Sometimes it's to do you it's die, like to don't do also die. Just put into context. Sometimes where we meet clients who are rude, condescending, mm. for example, mm. and like we can just tell them straight in their face, "Can you stop being a bitch?" For example, mm. but we can't because that statement could also lead us to being fired because we're not dealing with it professionally but so it, it, it's the same as a client if our agency is defiant to us mm. we are actually in a mandated in our in our handbook that you have to on writing you have to be nice to whoever yep. be mindful about yep, how yep. you represent yourself mm. but what if the person is just you know stepping all over your head and exactly. then you still have to maintain this professional Front, front, and and you are the client receiving end. Ah, mm. I have more than once been at this receiving end of agencies being extremely rude to <gasps> clients like ourselves, and there was nothing pre that that we did that show that we are weak. Oh no! Or disorganized, or not doing, not knowing what we are I doing. I don't have that privilege, but I'm usually at the receiving end of very not nice clients abuse from your clients but that is both ways right but on the MNC side it's even worse right because if I receive this kind of treatment all I can do is silently blacklist this vendor Mm, but I guess that's the power that you have in a way yeah yeah but then if the agency doesn't see this coercive power on their end that we could get blacklisted or never get Mm, business mm. again I'm sure in my life at least in the last one year I've probably block off two to three of these types of vendor because of performance because of their attitude Mm. you know because of um, basically just don't know what they're doing so I think in a lot of workplace I think this you know if you don't do then you die that kind of feeling especially in Asia is looming Mm. yeah and yeah yeah, so like during my performance review this this year for last year's performance one of the comments from my uh, superior was that I'm a yes woman when it comes to Ooh. client, which I don't really think that I am. But you are nice. I am nice because I don't want to reach Too the nice. point where I can't see that definite line of being not nice to client. So I think sometimes what people see from there is like I perhaps I really tried a lot of different methods to solve the client's problem. Mm. That could also be seen as oh yeah, I'm always like trying to to Your say solution. yes. Yeah, my solution, but. It's not like I don't. I want to say no, but I want to be the person that is trying the different ways to tell client that there's no other way. Really, you just have to accept the first option I already get given you. But that mm. could also to other people see it as a yes kind of thing, But la. it's your way of getting the decision yeah. through, which is your way of doing things, mm, right? Yeah. Um. I think there we will talk about you know th- um things that to reduce the impact of power dynamics imbalance a little bit. Towards Later, the back yeah. We'll just go into The different kinds And yeah. the examples Of what kind of uh, Power dynamics There are in the workplace So right? yeah, The next one is Expert power 
so someone who is very good at a certain skills or you know dealing with certain clients and stuff like that will always make them highly desirable and also make management think that if we lose this person we will lose a large uh, skill set yep. that is irreplaceable exactly. but the fact is there is no such thing as irreplaceable mm. giving this employee such big power um, will really tip off the power imbalance in the team yeah, it's something that I've also seen in We have witnessed many times, yeah, especially in, in the work. agency. Exactly. So perhaps certain people or certain personalities suit uh, certain types of client that we service, for example. And then, you know, when client is happy with that particular person and it becomes like, okay, I'm giving you this project, but I need this person. I want this person to be on the project. And that will limit the other people who could but well have also, you know, like exposure. Exposure or like could be as good at that particular person has been requested. It's the it's the million year old question of not rocking the boat or don't soft don't don't fix anything that's not broken, mm. right? But at the end of the day, uh, to whose benefit is it? Is it the company's benefit? Yeah. So they want the business. This is the power imbalance, and to the individual that is known for having that specific skill set, it gives them a lot of bargaining power as individual to hold the management by the throat and to be tyrannic in the way they behave to mm. their coworkers because. They have this special talent that she, they know they're untouchable, right? Yeah. So this is the kind of that's why we wanted to keep this not just uh in a male female context, mm. but really you know just a generic context of how power imbalance can look like, mm. right? So um that that I see I think a lot of people who have seen in their workplace people who are untouchable because of a certain reason, mm. okay? Yeah. So that in Asia I think is quite common. It will, yeah. Okay. I, everywhere, I think it's quite common, right? So then we come to um, reward power, right? This is a a very standard thing, lah. Okay, yep. your behavior gets awarded incentive, praise, right? Because some people run run on praise, right? Some people run on maybe that's their like what the love language. Yeah. yeah. So there, there, are, there is this, you know, words carry a lot. Um, when it comes to corporate behavior, whatever you say as a mid management can impact a lot on mm. other people, right? And Agree. Uh, you have to be mindful about the kind of things you say and how it makes people feel. Yeah. Right. I've here as I've heard like stories of managers telling their employees like I don't see any value in you. <gasps> so this harsh. kind of words which can can get misconstrued. But it also depends on out how, of context, right? how the end person receive it. But at that yeah. instance, this could be misconstrued and and contextually tilted to a, a negative kind a, of a thing. negative bullying mm. way of talking. And it has to be objective. Mm. It doesn't the words that you carry does not have to have any emotions in it. Exactly. Even if you have nothing good to say, don't say anything. Yeah, I agree. Right? So this in a professional standpoint as much as a reward power is a fuel to drive the team mm. on the opposite of uh, things whatever you have to say you know you, which you think mm. may spark off this employee to work harder mm. or find a way to I don't know you still have to say good things or neutral things I think just basically becoming like politically correct kind of especially in a big environment because mm. you never know where you get escalated how you get escalated and agree and, and you get a call from HR saying that you know because being, you said that yeah 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 there is repercussions mm. to the things you say especially if you're management true if you're a human leader right so um that's it we're trying to demonstrate the the good and the back end of um this 
this reward power situation. As much as your reward can mm. drive people, your the opposite side of criticism can also push people to the edge. Yeah. Right? Because you don't know what impact that you may have on on other people. Okay. Mm. So the next one is on informational power. People who have specific knowledge that awards them status. For example, an employee who has niche ed- education that helps the company have information power. Do you think this is also part of people who know some secrets in the organization and they just whisper it to the next person? I don't know whether this one really pertains to that. But, but I guess there are people who strive mm, on like that at work, you know? Yeah, yeah. To yeah. know things that their job is to just talk to people. They are like the pantry. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, have, I used to have a, a somewhat of a manager. His KPI mm. every day was to have 10 plus meetings, one-on-ones. I think his his power is basically informational power. Maybe these people are like indirectly a UX kind of designer. Interviewing questions, getting information, I don't know, putting but it together. They seem to, <laughs> these kind of people seem to feel like they know a lot about some things, things right? that they cannot mm. tell you or they know certain things that's happening to protect themselves and how they can further solidify their wow. uh, status so otherwise how why would you be specific knowledge and award them with status and why would anybody do that they they build their career around talking to people and digging I mean, for that's information one, eh? one kind of uh, standpoint but I guess like this kind of con- like the definition of this perhaps is somebody who has for a example master. a master's or like, like an some kind of connection with certain people yeah but this yeah. is I, in my opinion similar to the expert power la, mm. because you know a certain things that keeps you safe ma. but I, to me it extends to people who simply talk to people in their daily job <sighs> just to get information to keep their own status and in an MNC that's dime a dozen Mm. Yeah, there are people say, who I is think like I can that. Think of an example in my mm. previous job. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's really there are people who who live their life like so that. So now I need to be careful. People keep talking to me. Well, you don't have time for people to keep talking to you, right? So like in the pantry, I should just shut up. <laughs> just take my water and. Or leave. you just give them rubbish information, then <laughs> give wrong information. Yeah, then they keep spreading wrong information. <laughs> then eventually they get flushed out of the organization <laughs> oh God, because so they funny. got everything wrong. Maybe what is. The, the power of hearsay Like what the hell Is that mm. about man they Don't you have your say. own job To do yeah, yeah, yeah. No I, I know of people uh, A few people in fact Who are like that in Even in my current organisation oh They either Either spread Fear Or they spread like Paranoia Or they spread like Information that they They hearsay But contextually You don't know whether This source is correct or not And then mm. you start spreading Then people with light ears They just listen And think that Oh okay then Maybe I should change the way I work with these certain people or certain partner because of what I hear from this mm. other person but guys always check your source yeah. right? even if it's hearsay even if it's something that the other person experienced it doesn't mean you it would have the same you, yeah. experience dealing with that exactly. other individual or that other partner because at the end of the day your relationship with the other person is how you make it work the other person cannot make it work then too bad for him lah. Mm. if you can make it work then kudos on you which is why you're paid to do the job True. But if you believe everything that people tell you without, without veri- trying, yeah, without verifying, without verifying well. or trying or take it upon yourself to do better, like I don't believe what you say, I'm going to do better than this, mm. or I'm going to take it with unconscious biases and give it a go. Uh, and really, if it's the same thing, then sure, let's escalate this person, this other person together with the other person. Because mm. now there's more than one people that deals with this person and face difficulty. Mm. Take it objectively and go So to me it's like This informational power And expert power people There is some catch to this person Right And It's up to you How you 
use this situation to your mm, advantage. True. To not create this imbalance. Sometimes I think power imbalance comes when you start to listen to what other people say. Mm. And you start to let go of how you would conduct it as a situation yourself. Agree. Okay. Next would be formal, formal power. Which is standard. Yeah. It's like basically the CEO or the company yeah, owner has a legitimate formal. control mm. but I think in our last agency formal power or rather like direct owners right um, they definitely have a lot of say because they, they have the ultimate say exactly. but at the same time are you comfortable or are you agreeable to this final say or not mm. if you're not then perhaps the place is not for you agree yeah yeah. especially in a small environment well in a MNC context there's no choice la. we don't have, we don't have a choice whatever the yeah. global say is, is, is the it's final. final yeah, yeah. okay um, next one reference power mm. So someone with reference power is well liked by others and has sway over the actions of their peers. An example, a popular employee who can motivate their peers to meet goals. Again, two sides to the coin, yes, right? The negative being the one that I just said. Manipulative kind. Yeah, the hearsay and everything, right? Mm. This this may be a popular person that, that tell you, hey, by the way, I know about this, then you listen to them. Mm. And you get led straight that way. Or this person is really motivating. They are like top sales and then you follow his what he what he eats daily and what he does <laughs> daily and you get there so this is again a two-edged sword yeah and finally connection power those with connection power can help people meet their goals through their access to resources for example a, cre- a recruiter has connection power this one a bit more positive lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it could be like sometimes like Joyce introduce like business or people that can be co- that I can connect with for example I think these are very positive yeah people uh, mm-hmm. not much of an imbalance there but generally these are the seven types of you know power dynamics that you see in a workplace or in a more formal setting mm. so um, I think we have inserted some pieces of um, an Asian context of what we see out here and how it is perceived in the workplace so I think understanding why these power dynamics is important right it's really knowing how to balance them to make yourself more comfortable in the work environment mm. right like I was mentioning if you really listen 100% to other people and you have no opinion of your own on how to do things then I think dangerous. you are on a losing end which yep. is a strong really a power imbalance because now you're on a shorter end of the stick mm. and that's because you choose to listen to other people of course there are situations where you get manipulated from another way mm. that you may, may not even have detected that how things are happening so I think it's important to be aware of what kind of power dy- dynamics they are so you can maneuver yourself in this uh, situation right how about yourself do you see any you know more Asian context of power dynamics imbalance from I your think end? the first thing maybe not in Asia at only perhaps like throughout globally or like because of where our history is from a lot of like the male dominant male, male dominant figures uh, male dominating like uh, management level kind of thing or subject matter experts are usually perceived usually, as male right yes exactly I mean now obviously um, in the 21st century we definitely see more women in leadership roles doing keynotes stereotypical breakthrough yeah, exactly but then the point is why some why is it when a woman is in a leadership position and role we have to make such a big story over it mm. you understand what I mean like yeah. it could it could just be like 
the same as men because you know when men are really in the dominating position nobody says anything about it but when it's a woman it's just like oh my god yeah it's just like the female prime minister exactly in New Zealand of New Zealand yeah when yeah. she came to power how she ran people have things to say about it but she ran the entire nation pretty well until recently she decided to step down yeah but she managed to push through the her New Zealand itself to get through COVID and things like that but I think she said something that is very um, shocking and very enlightening in, in her time as prime mm. minister was I think she said a leader can be more empathetic and decisive mm. which a woman usually is perceived to be indecisive right yeah. but empathetic but a male will be more decisive but not empathetic yeah. so that's what she I think as a female leader she, it, it was very enlightening to see in, in that in that climate situation mm. I think in a company culture situation when women are given a seat at the table um, how do they respond to it yeah right that is a very telltale sign that we observe every day mm. and do do women take themselves less seriously and less less off when given a seat at the table that is also a, a thing that we observe I think in Asia uh, unfortunately um, usually in, in Asia context you will see women with a family that will choose to take a back seat in their career yeah. even if they are given a seat at the table do they have time to contribute something back Right and also, are they given an equal equal opportunity to do that? Mm. That is a question, a uh, age long question that we have mm. seen in 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 the culture but of I Asia. I think to that point, right? Even when I mean, like personal experience wise, when we have a female leader who has family or just give up the baby as the subordinate ourselves I will also think like oh my god does she will she have time for me yes. to do reviews and stuff like that but honestly speaking I shouldn't have this kind of mindset because yeah. if she can be at that position I should have given her the enough trust that she will be able to juggle her responsibility as a mother as a wife yeah. and as my leader for uh, this is an unconscious bias thing Correct. Right? and and apply at a company culture level is very scary mm. if at an uh, employee level you're thinking this way yeah. up the ladder of management it Correct. will be a lot of things that she gets skipped over because she has less time or because mm. she's busy and you know whatever but at the same time um, this whole situation uh, has to be managed in a very precarious way of thinking right mm. because you need to also give the women leader a uh, space doubt, yeah. and benefit of doubt for her to conduct her day to day and her family life so that she has the time and space to contribute back to the organization. And then to this point as well, for myself, if in the future I'm in that position, mm. I have I have family, I have kids, I've just gave birth, will I be able to, you know, be on top of my things? My question to you is, will you be okay to be skipped over some opportunity because it is just not within your wheelhouse to complete the task? Mm. You need to be As a woman At the same time While I'm for The whole women leadership And the leadership At the table Whatever mm. You know Given equal I, As far as I stand for that At the same time You have to be realistic If you have a family You have to Not hold a grudge Against the fact that Maybe you get skipped over Because Just simply You do not have The bandwidth to do it That's true I But you need to yet. know yeah. Yourself that well That what is within your capability to manage and you need to be okay with it you cannot blame 
anybody that you decided to have a family at the same time decide to have a career. Yeah. Right? But mm. it is, it's, it's a sad fact. It's, yep. it's a fact that all the women have to... It's like, just yesterday when I, was, when I was meeting my friend with, with my friends, one of them was given opportunity to actually get promoted, go up a level, because she works in the bank, and she has the chance to like go up further to... To wherever that she's supposed to go la. Yeah. So But she has turned down The opportunity twice So during her review With her um, Direct Manager she, The manager also did tell her As a responsibility As the manager's responsibility To let her know that You know like Telling her that If you turn down The opportunity the third time There may not be a fault For yeah. you to do that yeah. But because she has just Had a baby And, and yeah. things like that But she She knows that even if she give, even if she take up the opportunity, she do, she don't even know whether she's able to keep up with the workload that is given over there. This is a fair workplace yes, dynamic exactly. to be in, mm. right? So, one company culture has to be there. No yep. unconscious biasness on women or mm. or women at leadership position yep. and opportunities they should be presented with. Two, the women in power, the women in leadership should be able to know themselves well that what can and cannot be done within their capability and time. Mm. Right? This is where we strike a balance. And I think your friend did a fantastic job yep. by explaining why and how the situation she's in that she cannot take mm. on. But I think what her manager is trying to say is when you're ready also please raise your hand and say yes. that I am now ready to take this exactly. on so this is the kind of beautiful balance that we mm. wish to see in in a in the workplace dynamic culture right yep. I think this is a very very good example of, of how um, you know the entire com- company culture can be when it comes to power dynamics uh, regarding women and leadership mm. right so I think um, that said it comes to the next point of communication yep. I think your friend is comfortable to speak up and say that hey I really want to but I really can't at this yep. point right and this is the part where I think a lot of people struggle agree even for myself sometimes I feel like I can take on more but I don't want to because I'm afraid of being taken taken advantage of on the other hand I I, I relate Um, you can also feel like I can take on more but I just don't want to because this place does not deserve it agree me. but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's another. This point is not today. something that you can bring out in words. Openly in words, in a nice way, <laughs> and it's how the the people manager observe how their employees behave, mm. whether why they are holding back. Exactly. Right. So yeah. I think these are the dynamics indicator mm. that you know that you know my team, this person can do more, but why is, why are they not doing more? Yeah. You know, or, or are like, they not given the space yeah. and the time to do more? Like one of the questions I asked myself uh, before I went for my performance review this year was why wasn't I given equal op- like say equal opportunity three years ago before COVID hit? Because I felt like at that point of time I was able to I was able to already do what I can now. Yeah. It's just that why wasn't the opportunity given? So this question was posed to my manager, but I think he couldn't really answer that question and I felt like during that part I was going to tell him that there was some kind of biasness that somebody else can do the job better because he or she has already done it before mm. but for me it's like a fresh page so when I hear him giving me a review like say oh uh, la- because last year I had back to back which I already addressed it before right he said oh yeah I was he said in the exact words I was really worried that you are not able to cope but in my head it's just like did he I ask whether been- you can cope we did we did have this conversation when I had my promotion when I had my promotion review before. So he said that yeah, I'm not sure whether you're able to cope and whatsoever. But in my head it's just like, what do you mean by I cannot cope where in twenty nineteen, for example, I have really been through so much shit 
that I have back to back projects. I think the I, communication I is stress. a bit one way. Uh. But I also felt like he only see what he wanted to see. Yeah. He couldn't see the struggle or the things that I tried to make it happen. Yeah. In during that period, it was only when then last year when we didn't have a choice because our team has strung into like there's literally like just a few of us right yeah. so he has no choice but to see that this woman has to just get it done which I did pushing through no matter how difficult it was so the whole point is sometimes even like we like I want to tell him I that think, I can okay, but I, it's very I, difficult I, I know where you're coming from but at the same time uh, let's give him a benefit of doubt I think he's also trying to be mindful to not overload you in that sense and to be mindful that I know you can do more but it has to be equal in terms of the workload spread out to the rest mm-hmm. as well opportunities given or not that's one thing right it, like we said the imbalance started from somebody being the expert okay fine but I think he on the other hand he's also looking out for you like is she taking on too much which I think you do sometimes mm. and you're not aware so maybe he's coming from that space right perhaps yeah yeah and and we are not the kind of people that oh we are paid this much therefore we do until here then we stop we're not that kind of people so maybe he's trying to keep a lookout for you maybe. in that sense yeah but on my end it felt like there wasn't a growth opportunity then Mm. Yeah, so the desire to leave the company You communicated all this Yeah, right? so mm. the desire to leave the company was stronger then Because it just felt like Why is person A given more opportunities to do things that I want than myself? Like yeah. what, what am I lacking off fair, in this fair, that fair. you can You communicated yeah. all this, fair But at the same time, I mean as much as that was done I'm also guilty of raising my hand and say like Yes, I can I'll do, do more. more But at the same time then you know, my manager will be like, but you already have this much going on. Like, yeah. you know, like why why can't you just, you know, you're doing good, just keep doing what you're doing. I I will give you more when I mm. feel like you can. You know, we have this bad habit yeah. of writing more than we can chew. La. So that said, <gasps> the communication part is the, the difficult part because you need to know yourself relatively well to know what are the things that, and mm. we cannot pick and choose what we want, we Sometimes, like to do. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, um, I think it's good that there is communication going through and you pushing what you want mm. but at the same time if not given what you want how can you deal with it mm. like is there an alternative that he can give you that can appease you in that sense right mm. or maybe you can use your time to go for courses and do other things that benefits you career wise and your and personal growth wise mm. than that which I think you're fantastic at doing that so you know filling up your time yeah. Yeah. So I think that said, once you talk it out, I think the collaborative power between you, the team, and your manager would be a, a bit, bit more, yeah. a bit more Smooth. cohesive, yeah. right? You talk it out. Don't don't keep it inside your heart. Like it's a it's a gem. Exactly. And, and in Asia, a lot of people don't dare to say what they actually feel to their manager. Yeah. I think everybody's guilty as charged when it comes to that. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, but we try our best yeah. as much as we can to communicate. What we would like to see And then Whether it comes back or not It's it's not just A imbalance thing anymore It's more of like What can your manager do for you Mm. And a lot of times This collaboration Come with a certain expectation So what you expect Of your your leader Male or female As a leader You think they should Do da 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 Mm. Right So when the person Is not living up To your expectations Then Look at it objectively If it's not Going, you're going to get you to where you want in your career. Then maybe it's time to go. Mm. Right. Although this person may be a fantastic person inside out, but if they are just not a good leader that will get you to places, you should really consider how you want to manage this situation on mm. your end. Don't give the power of that 
to the person that is leading you right Mm. it's a lot of 50 50 of whether you have said it out loud whether you know this person is capable of pushing your your intent forward or not it's a 50 50 Mm. thing right and a lot of times it's sad but you never know when whether this person can push you forward through this until you already he's already in it true right and as humans we each have our flaws right yep. so you critiquing your leader and expecting of the leader of doing a certain way whether these expectations is communicated to them or not I think it's part of the collaborative effort and mm. the power imbalance that we address at the same time yep. mm. I mean sadly not everybody knows how to be a leader lah I think it's very difficult to be a leader. To There's be no briefing to be how to be a human manager. You know? I mean, even if there is like a roadmap to there is a step. guideline in MNC in on workplace. There is a guideline of what you should behave exactly, and how you should conduct. It's difficult to be honest. Like and then difficult employees like ourselves, eh? Yeah. <laughs> imagine I meet another mission. Yeah. I'll be like mission. You can another sure. mission can do do with hey, it. Hey, at least another mission don't get passed over because mission is very annoying. You may be perceived as asking for too much and you get in a team or in a bigger team and passed over. Now he cannot pass over you because there's only you, you, him and her, three person. Okay? If it's a team of ten and you're this demanding on your leader and if you perform, okay fine, then no choice they got yeah, you. you. If you don't and you have demand as much, hey, it's a two way street, right? Yeah. Pick up a mirror, look at yourself, what have you done? Mm. What do you deserve and how and whether you deserve to push this forward or not. As much as how your your leader is trying to help you move forward you need to really look at yourself very hard yeah, am, I do, am I doing the the right amount of right things in my job to to propel myself forward or not mm. yeah I mean the what more can I do is a separate thing la. and what other things can I take on is also a separate thing yeah. yeah but I think the most important point is like what do I say as much as we're evaluating our leader our leader is evaluating us as well it's two way yeah. right that's why it's but called we forget. imbalance yeah there, there are times that we forget like the leader forget that he's being evaluated or she is being evaluated so they use power to you know do I feel like this is an, another episode already because this <laughs> is the 360 review already I know but like uh, again if you're a uh, HR software or like the workforce agency we'll be happy to get sponsored <laughs> for the episode because we have a lot to say as employee and being through the system we know what is the mm, yeah I think yeah. I think we've given enough free knowledge to <laughs> get a you know sponsor episode yeah, anyway sponsor us. yeah anyway. last year we did a similar like, the quiet quitting yeah. workplace thing right yeah. we're starting to become a HR workplace <laughs> channel anyway we, we should change our channel name no, to something else we are very passionate about this topic right yeah. this, this power dynamic I think that we have thing. been in the workforce for like what almost okay I have 10, almost 10 years 11 really. yeah. yeah so <laughs> there are a lot of things to say yeah, but from an Asian context, this is this is literally what we what we advocate for, mm, right? Exactly. So, um, back to the collaborativeness, you mm. know, the the equality and the and and whether you feel like you are part of an organization where you are valuable or not, whether mm. you you provide yourself enough um equal opportunities to contribute as well as being recognized both ways. Yep. That is that is essentially where the imbalance always starts mm. right so this whole are you putting your skin in the game right you some people are just very good at complaining and and not doing anything and about not doing it. anything yeah, about it and exactly. that is very not 
That's not very my annoying, vibe. To be honest, yeah, it's really mm-hmm. not my vibe. So, um, at the end of the day, there's this whole the dynamics completion will be like culture communication collaboration and whether you feel that you have a, a, a skin in the game, the equity part, like you feel like you're valuable to the organization or not. Mm. Yeah, so I think a lot of a lot of that. Any more other workplace power dynamic imbalance that you see? I think we re- I don't know whether we addressed it just now. Like people who are very quiet, mm. they are quiet in taking a lot of. Things that is given to or them Or they just take it as is Yeah and then they don't like Speak up if there's too much On their plate I think in Asia there's a or, lot Or like I, I agree a Like lot. you know When I was younger When we were younger mm. Or at least Like when we watch Okay I'm just putting it In a very like superficial level Like when we watch dramas mm. Okay there's always This one character In a workplace setting That is the one That is being bullied Because they don't speak up That this person is being A, sh- a shitty ass Like Get bullied Get bullied Because, because you are an intern or because uh. you are, you are because you are an intern, uh. because you are like a contract staff, because you are new, and then you can like you know the seniors can just like hey can you please go and get me coffee and then why why can't you willingly, say no willingly get yeah get and then willingly. you if you do it the first time they roll you know add on again the next time to ask you to do even more things yeah well, even though you are busy yeah yeah there's always like these kind of situations that we see and the quiet one is always the one that is taking it until one day someone who have like you know. The Zhen Yi Gan Like have a lot of justice Like you know justice To fight like, for you Fight for you Yeah <laughs> To fight for you Then they will say like, Hey how come you are asking Person A to do so much You have hands You have legs Yeah but, 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 but this person That that whistleblow Also will Career limit themselves This is back exactly. to the Coercive yeah. power That we spoke yeah. about Then you get a Dark mark in your Report card That says like this, this person, person Is capable like, yeah. This person is very busy body Never don't know whether they got to do their job or not, but just very busy body. Yeah. Who who is he or she to tell me to say I can't ask my intern to get this? Yeah. Done. yeah. See? Wow, this so is very complex. Hey, excuse me, being quiet does nobody any good. <laughs> not yourself, not your peers, not your boss. Exactly. Not the person that is bullying yeah, you. Yeah. So there is really no no benefits in being quiet in any situation. Mm. If need be, speak up. Yep. Even if it's speaking up gets you home earlier, just speak up lah. I would totally do that If I can get home Yeah earlier. please <laughs> Sometimes I speak up Just because You know I, I want to go home early. I want to end the meeting earlier Okay just get it over with Yeah And But at the same time uh, If uh, I think statistically in Especially in Asia The quiet one Tend to be uh, Women Who are in Wants to be In their status quo They don't want any Additional responsibilities They also don't want to Rock the boat they just day to day quietly do their job, mm. right? They're very scared. So women need extra nudge to actually speak up about certain things. Mm. But at the same time, like I said, being quiet about things gets you nowhere. I also I'm I'm not sure about in Singapore, but I think when I was watching this um, Korean drama many many years ago called Missing, um, there was this person who only has high school um diploma certification, right? He went into an MNC to work. And he feels like He's a bit like Low, low self-esteem Because so, of his education Because of his education And people around him Are like the people Who are graduating From like say um, The top three universities In Korea itself right So it becomes like He is victimising himself mm. He is the one That is going around People say Oh do you need help Do you need help Do you need help That kind of thing yep. And then when he finally Get to a point Where he can do it Himself already He don't know how to stand up To tell people that say Hey you know I'm Stop letting me do All these small jobs I can do the bigger jobs and, You know that I think that's also Another cycle that The victimising Victimising on, on the It could be the quiet one It could be just anybody Yeah it's know? just a lack of There is a lack of Like I'll say You gotta be reflective right mm. Hold up a mirror And see if you did the job 
yep. you get the job done or mm. not if not what can you do about it so as much as you feel like you get bullied did you, did you put enough skin in the game to get across mm. either the message or finding ways to work with the other person yep. you can be dealing with a very difficult person and you can don't know how to deal with that person mm. that is why a manager is here yeah correct speak to him or her yeah if you don't know just ask or yeah. if you have to confront the person you do that mm. you don't just go home and cry or like avoid this person because you, you can't get an answer from them exactly or, you know like you gotta deal with it some way or another and until enough solution has been pushed forward and this person is beyond beyond salvaging then it's time to escalate the person mm. if after escalating the person that nothing changed then it's time for you to be removed from the environment I feel at the end of the day if you can afford to remove, remove yourself yeah. then this is not the place for you mm. otherwise find another person that can help you lah that is not this this idiot lah <laughs> right until that point already you feel like I cannot take it then you can goodbye, yeah. say goodbye to the place and agree like marry condo that shit out of the place <laughs> Thank you next Yeah Yeah. Agree, so agree. I think there is many ways To be solution driven about it mm. And not victimize yourself Yeah You getting bullied At some point You have given an indication To that person That says that I can be bullied Yeah But there is also Tyrannic crazy people Out there that just Are tyrants That bully people And then you know In your power Don't let that go You mm. have the power To escalate the person To mm. fight back Right And at the end of the day It's it's just a job You know you can always go mm-hmm. Right If the not if the environment Is not for you Yeah Right Especially if There is multiple tyrant Really trying to make life Difficult for you We have witnessed that before Yeah uh, Where Every single Person in the team Try to make things difficult For our ex-colleague mm. Who's in a new environment And he really really Was bullied Like They literally have Group chats And little small talks To talk shit about him When all he did Was trying to do his job Exactly So that is a toxic environment That you should run Mm. Right So you gotta evaluate The severity of the situation And don't sit there And get victimised mm. Right Unless you All you want to do Is sit there And not do your job lah. <laughs> Then sure By all means Go ahead Go ahead Be yeah. a salary thief Oh yes Right yeah. like, Don't provide any value And just take the money mm. Yeah Then by all means Go ahead Of which you will not Have a very clear conscience At the end of the day as well So what is the point of Right Being yeah. that person Right Okay anyway Enough of Enough of that Bullying and whatnot. Um, I think Uh on top of being you know quiet and getting victimized or getting bullied um there is also people who are impossible to work with i know they're irresponsible they're incompetent they are not aware that they're irresponsible and incompetent but they just choose to sit there and yeah be not aware of how bad they are and then you always wonder why are they still there yeah yeah <laughs> i mean the company needs some furniture right <laughs> so there you go Some warm body On the furniture there yeah. So there are people Who are like that as well And I think How to deal with them And all this kind of thing Again is to your skill set Of how good you are At dealing with difficult mm. people And I think asking around Talking to people about it Seeking help You know Always reach out And see what's going on um, If you really really Cannot solve And this person is like If he's your manager Then good luck to you uh. oh, shit. Then it's time to go already, uh. huh? Yeah So I don't know It feels like Every time we talk about This workplace thing We're encouraging people To quit but we the are fact, not The <laughs> fact is Some places are just not for you Yeah In the first Three to six months If you start seeing These kind of behaviours Maybe it's I think it's not, a red flag Yeah maybe yeah. it's not a, It's like a Relationship right It's like a mm. marriage Then you start seeing like People being emotionally Not available And then mm. flaking on you I think on this point right On the other spectrum Which I experienced it before There could be people Who are very competent At their job They hire you because you are good at what you are doing But they want to micromanage you as well So that could also become like 
uh, you are being a victim of bullying. Uh, not say so bullying. Yeah, I guess like they just want you to do it their way. You know, in, uh. in a way or another. So that could be on the other side of the spectrum. And mm-hmm. I think that maybe a lot of people in the workplace right now they are facing these kind of problems. The managers are, are subject matter experts in that particular field that they're in. Uh-huh. They are hired because they need to like say help to you know get, uh reduce the workload of the managers. But mm-hmm. managers can't let go. So mm-hmm. they become like sitting there it's like screw you I know that I, I can do this why are you telling me what to do and why is it leaders like leaders who are not capable of asking for help exactly so that could be one I don't know how to delegate mm. Mm. or delegate already they want to micromanage oh my god so fun <laughs> yeah that's worse I don't know what's worse but I don't know what's worse we, we yeah, ha- I, I have this experience before like you know running running like my own team and things like that but then this is a very big power imbalance huh if I delegate and then you micromanage me because you are giving me fake you're giving me the power Fake authority Yeah exactly Yeah. Then as an employee like, Then what is the point Of me being here Then yeah. you might as well Do it yourself That was that, this, That's the point Or people who are so I think this is worse up. than Having this irresponsible and, no, person And the fun The most fun part about this Is the things they micromanage Are so not important <laughs> I know That waste your time You know what I mean mm-hmm. Oh my god Let so me give fun. you an example Okay I just remembered this So One of my Work experience huh. I had to present this um, Say Proposal mm. To My boss mm. And I Me and my colleague Decide to use I think we decided to use Word document Or was it powerpoint But then when we presented To the, my boss Right so clear. He, he He was like asking us Why can't you use The other method So for example If, I, if I'm using PowerPoint to present to him uh. He said Why can't you use Word document To, be, to put it together Exactly So we had this argument Over like 30 minutes to decide whether it's Which a PowerPoint, method? yeah, and he thinks you should listen to him when we are making that debate or like whatever you call it an argument. So in at, at some point down that road, you just gave up and just do whatever yes. he tell you, right? Yes, but to reach to that point, I have to say what I want to tell him first. Okay. So yeah. you didn't exactly get bullied into it. No, but it's just but you think about it. Exasperating. The outcome is the same. It's a proposal. However, I want to present it. Yeah, but. There's a difference Because you said What you have to say Before mm. you, you concede And do it yep. Which I agree with you If I were If I'm a less Outspoken person I'll be bullied into it I'll be like Okay lor Whatever you say lor Yeah I have to convert The Does whole thing Does it matter thing. <laughs> Exactly Yeah I just waste Another 30 minutes To convert this damn file Into another format lor mm. Yeah But this is exactly What happened Yeah There are multiple pe- Stakeholders In this That think that Things should be done This and that way But yep. they don't do their, They don't put Their hands onto it mm. They only critique Right, and then they come back to you and say, I think this should be in this format. Then the other person said, I think it should be that format. Hello, it's one file. How many <laughs> fucking formats do I have to do? Yeah. It's like my job is to update all the freaking PowerPoints, all the freaking yeah, folders. But the whole point is, this particular task is given to me. So I can decide what I want to do because I am empowered to do that and it's my work. Yeah, you know so what? Does it matter? You know what happened to this situation to me at the end? What happened? I just do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> you can say whatever the hell you want If you don't want to use your hands And duplicate If you Today I do this right You tell me all this Then I'm like Okay noted But I think it's not important I'm just not just going to yeah. I'm just not going to do it mm. If you come and question me I'll tell you why I'm not going to do it Okay yeah. Yes Maybe I'm career suicide I don't care Because to me It's like I don't have the time to do it If exactly. I have a 3 weeks time frame I, I can play along with you No problem Right yeah. You want me to do it In 100 different formats I'll do it mm. But if today The other person Take your file Copy Change it into another format in, in, To what she thinks Is acceptable mm. Fine We'll work with your format 
I'm flexible that way. I'm not trying to be difficult here, you know. And if you think that is all that important in your whole life, like you cannot sleep because of this, <laughs> then fine, go ahead, do it, right? Or just tell me when I'm starting. No, yes, exactly. <laughs> Give me the fucking template, and nobody have to go through this exactly, again. Exactly. Yes. Right, but no, yeah. cannot. Don't have time. Don't want you to. See, so this one, right? I think it's worse than having the irresponsible, incompetent person who can't. Who who are not aware of their job who uh, are bad another, jobs, yeah. another worst case of this Is People who Put their focus On the wrong things <sighs> I have so many stories on that Yes mm-hmm. So in ca- instead of Focusing on the big picture Of how making the show run And look mm. good They focus on how big The font size And what font it is Oh my god And how straight the napkins are <gasps> Yeah And forgot that They need to run the show Yeah, yeah. So these people Hey I'm not a people manager these are just my peers mm. If you want to ruin your show like that By all means go ahead <laughs> It's not my KPI I'm not going to get penalised Because I'm just running the overall show This room belongs to you Okay yep. If you forget to do it It's on you man mm. Yeah no matter how I don't know It's just a responsibility thing right You're responsible for making it run Come early Get the thing all sorted mm. And all these Not important stuff sorted first Then run the show properly mm. You know you are that kind of person You should know that You need more time yep. To deal with all these Small small discrepancies yep. Then mm. you start to run the show But Your eyes have to be on the ball mm. Yeah So again Being victimised The power imbalance Sometimes you give the power up Willingly to other people Because you choose to Focus on the small things That are in other people's opinion Not important Agree uh, But yeah. at the same time People who tell you that You know I need the show to go properly And you don't listen Then what kind of power imbalance is, Are you trying to inflict here mm. Right So Anyway That's it um, A lot of <laughs> we examples We were so fired up just now Okay yeah, sorry A lot of examples All over the place I know Right And it's really like What the hell are you doing man Yeah Yeah both, It goes both way Management Leadership uh, your peers right mm. At the end of the day um, What we want to do Is to reduce The impact of these Power dynamics Imbalance um, Regardless of gender Regardless of roles yep. Regardless of uh, You know Where you are In the organisation Which, mm. which uh, layer you are in So I think There are some suggestions To reduce the impact Of uh, power imbalance And imbalance Of the employment Relationship yep. right I think the first thing Is you have to acknowledge That there will definitely Be power imbalance Or power dynamics Within an organisation Because like we had We said in the um, definition mm. it, There is really As mm. long as you are You are reporting to someone The, re- the reporting person There is person, a power structure yeah, In Exactly right. So sometimes you just accept Like you know Certain decisions made by the management Or by your superior You just have to accept it But That, ha- that having said As I Personally I feel that As long as I put in my opinion To whoever that I want to yeah. I mean I tell her Tell him or her How I feel already Whatever outcome it is It is what it is But I really have I really yeah. my peace Yeah but mm. don't throw around Unnecessary emotions Just to get your way around Emotionally mm. Emotional blackmailing Doesn't work In, uh, in, in any, any relationship, relationship yeah. And it just creates um, More problems Yeah and it shows people How insecure And inadequate you are mm. As a person Because you have to Subject to emotional blackmailing To get things moving In your in your professional career yep, yep. If it's in your personal life No comments Do whatever you want But as a professional If you try to emotionally back- Blackmail people Something's very wrong with you eh. <sighs> To get people to work And you blackmail them And say you are worthless to oh, me Although you're being a bit oh. though Oh my god Let's wow. say something about the you The I see in drama <laughs> But it happens in workplace conversations. Yeah, I know, I know. And these are the conversations that need to be escalated. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay, um, that's it. Emotions are uh, always practice compassion and kindness. You never know what other people are going through, what challenges they have. Maybe it comes from a place of stress. It comes from a place of personal life. Uh, cannot get their shit together in their personal life, so they're acting out in their professional life. Although uh, that's not encouraged, but I guess sometimes we will get right. Yeah. yeah. So, but if the hmm, Again, uh, passion and compassion and kindness are uh, to a certain extent only. Uh, mm. Right? Some people really do not deserve it. Agree. You cannot be dramatic all the damn time. Exactly. You cannot, cannot be emotional some, all the time. There cannot well. be some big emotional crisis or big life changes that is happening to you Consistently. all the time. <laughs> yeah. That means you're just a failure in planning your own life out. Mm. And maybe you should take a break from work to think about, focus Perhaps, on your life. Yeah. yeah so this is exercise at a reasonable extent mm. because after all this is a workplace mm. it's not a charity exactly yeah you can be as compassionate close one eye close two eye lie down I don't know just let it go yeah sure but when things need to get done they need to get done mm. else yeah it's a very sad situation to be in uh, as a I, I'm, I'm not a people manager so maybe this is the training that the people manager has to go through you know to, to listen but it's also like a reminder to ourselves as well because mm. sometimes like, we are so engrossed in what we do utmost we forget. kindness and compassion but when, when really to a certain extent shit hits the fan mm-hmm. yeah. yeah of course feedback is important mm. I think uh, a lot of organisations now they do have like anonymous kind of feedback structure or like you can drop in the mailbox or whatsoever oh, okay. so I think that, that kind of thing will also help to you know, some, some somehow mitigate any like power imbalance in uh, I within think a team. The important uh, bold part is genuinely consider, consider. <laughs> because I have done exercises that asked me to go on a call at like seven a.m. in the morning to get my feedback. What the hell? When it could 7:00. have just been a survey form, mm. and when I submitted a survey form, uh, what has been apparently done? all the answers are the same. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like, is this real or yeah. is this cheek? But to this point as well, I think sometimes when even. Um, we give feedback face to face Nothing comes back Exactly So it will reach to a point where what As for? an employee You also become very what Tired for? Yeah To say like Okay why, why am I doing this questionnaire again Why am I doing this whole exercise again Just don't waste my time What is the outcome of it So yeah. even If you put this in place There must be something That's coming Accountability. out Accountability mm. This is where the Real you're leadership needs to correct. step up You're not doing it For the sake of doing it Correct mm. If as a leader You're doing it For the sake of doing it Then don't waste There's our no time point, yeah. There's no need to do this exercise exactly. Just take whatever POV You want to take Go on Go yeah. ahead with your life Correct Yeah do whatever you want to do Don't mm. come and ask me Alright this kind of Fake power Fake feedback thing Forget it, yeah. And diversity. diversity. Yeah, so this is to your point about not being assigned the opportunity that mm. you want to try. Again, in this whole situation, I think the leadership and, and everything needs to understand that giving people too much power about um, what they can, mm. they are capable of doing. Yes, it's good to have somebody who is a subject matter expert, but you need to also give equal opportunity to the rest who needs to practice to get there. Yeah, right. Agree. So this whole diversity thing, um, you have to diffuse the divide the job, lah. I would say, put it out there and and divide it up and give equal equal opportunities to people from different skill sets, different backgrounds, and different stage of um seniority. Mm. Yeah. Yep, next one is accountability and failability. So, acknowledge you're accountable for your mistakes. They may, they yeah, so to that point, mm. right, if you give somebody less experience to do this thing, you need to give them space to fail. 
Correct. So this is something that um, my manager always tell the new staff that comes into the team that we will let you do certain projects so that you can ex- to gain exposure. Yeah. But we also give you some room to make Calculated mistakes. Calculated risk, lah. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, like a lot of things that we are doing that is like a real job. It's not like in yeah. school where we do like a project work kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's important in there as well. Mm. And of course, curiosity is important as well. So I think like what we always joke about going to the pantry, listening to what people have to say. I think it's also very important. But yeah. of course, with that, be, with that being said, use that into the context of when you are in a meeting or when a you lot are of things are only reflected through questions and not through yeah. what people say. So I think the the important thing is to keep an open mind. And if you have any doubts or things like that, just ask questions. No matter, I don't think there's any questions that's stupid. Obviously, there are. I mean, it will spark a reasonable and um. Valuable debate out mm. of why you disagree to the way things are exactly. being correct. Mm. Like, if there is no room for accepting my view or debating on how this should be done, then what are we doing here? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If if you you are just here for a one way street, a lackey that just do whatever is you say, right? Mm. Then there is really no need to hire someone of my intelligence and skill set and experience because mm. just hire an intern or a fresh grad will do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and I think. The last few things are um, also professional and personal professional goals and aspirations. I mm. think that I think for a lot for the people management, for the leadership, um, they need to understand what is the intent of this person and what they want out of the job. Yeah, which will keep them for a long time. Mm. It's not just the day to day that keeps people for a long time. And of course, um, I think this is both ways to really express gratitude and appreciation towards. Leadership and the people on the ground, both ways, right? To to thankful for being given the opportunity, thankful for getting a job well done, mm. and this is what a balanced relationship should look like. Yeah, yeah. You, it's the whole reward, reward and gratitude situation. Yeah, I mean, like putting into perspective, as much as the company wants to grow. Globally, for example, the yeah. employee who is being employed also wants to grow within a structure because I mean everybody has their own selfish self yeah. to to you know to meet their own personal goals and things like that. So I think it's important. Yeah, and at the end of the day, um, trust and respect is earned and it cannot be demanded. Whether exactly. how big your job title is, you know how tyrannic you are or how empathetic you are, you know at the end of the day, this trust uh, through working together, people have eyes to see what you are and how you deal with things. Mm. Right at different levels. So as a coworker, as a as a boss, right, your trust and respect is really earned through the day to day of how you demonstrate um, your power, mm. right, at, at your position. Okay, I think there's a lot. I know we, we covered so much. Like I didn't expect this to be so long as well. But it's such a good topic to really talk about Look into in, it. in the yeah. current workplace situation. Mm. Um, I think one more point that. I think we were very hesitant to mention is that uh, for coercive power because now it's a recession climate right yep. so a lot of people choose to become even more quiet yeah. because they're afraid of getting laid off mm. if they do something wrong god forbid they do something wrong so there's always this hidden fear surrounding speaking up and you know fighting for yourself um, I mean to a reasonable extent uh, yeah so that said um, don't want anybody to fall into this um, situation where they mm. think like Oh I may get laid off For saying the wrong thing But yeah? I think if something is wrong Just Still voice out But of course need to Package your words When yes, you put that Choice of words yeah. yeah Unless you really found Another job Then never mind lah no la, but you can't burn bridges. <laughs> Don't encourage that. Anyway, um, I think that is all we have to say when yes. it comes to power imbalance at work. Mm. Um, enough power. 
So don't feel like you don't have power. You do. You yeah. have a seat at the table. Speak up for yourself. Um, I mean, let your conscience be clear. Let yourself be able to sleep at night. Yes. Yeah. And don't be that person that always complain about the same thing and not doing anything about it. Yeah. Oh, that is the worst That's the worst Negative yeah. People we can see Okay yeah. Alright As always If you have Any feedback Any topics that you want us To talk about You can always reach us At notenoughasian1.5 And gmail.com Yeah any sponsorship Regarding workplace Will be highly I know. Appreciated Please Please sponsor us <laughs> or, or, or maybe some, Anyone who has You know Subject Matter expert In HR Who wants to come on To talk about Whatever you want to talk, talk about Exactly Come and argue with us Exactly We, we welcome have a lot of things to we say We welcome you to debate with <laughs> us As is between us We are already so passionate about this topic <laughs> Trust me We have a lot of ideas to share Alright Yeah Alright Till the next time Hear you next time Goodbye, Goodbye.